From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, May 11th. I'm Marco Wormann. Syria's government cracks down on protesters in the city of Homs. One witness says the army is bombing residential areas and sealing off whole neighborhoods. Anybody who goes in and out of this area will be killed. Uh, The army and the snipers are there everywhere. Also, Toyota's profits take a dive and American car makers better take notice. American competitors should not be at all giddy or happy or over euphoric because clearly Toyota will be fighting back. That's ahead on the program. BBC News with Sue Montgomery. In one of the biggest financial trials for decades, a court in New York has convicted a well-known financier, Raj Rajaratnam, of insider trading. Prosecutors say his Guyan group of hedge fund managers used illicit confidential information to make trading profits of more than $60 million. Here's our economics correspondent, Andrew Walker. Raj Rajaratnam was convicted on all 14 counts of fraud and conspiracy that he faced. He was accused of acquiring information from a range of company insiders and trading in the company's shares on the basis of what he'd learned. Prosecutors argued that he, in effect, made money at the expense of other investors who did not have the inside information. The evidence against him came in the form of phone taps and testimony from former colleagues. He remains on bail for now, but faces up to 25 years in prison when he's sentenced. New research suggests that almost 50 women are raped in the Democratic Republic of Congo every hour, a figure which adds up to 400,000 in a year. Toma Uber reports from Kinshasa. The authors extrapolated results from a 2007 health survey of 10,000 women between the ages of 15 and 49 by combining them with population estimates, all sourced from Congolese government services and supported by international donors. They also calculated that even larger numbers of women reported having been forced to have sex by their partners. The study is in line with earlier reports that sexual violence is spreading outside armed groups and into Congo's civilian society. But government spokesman Lambert Mende said that recent increases in rape figures were caused by better reporting rather than rising violence. The United Nations has added four more groups, two in Yemen and two in Iraq, to its annual list of those recruiting or abusing children during armed conflicts. The UN Special Representative Radhika Kumaraswamy told the BBC that during the recent civil war in Yemen, up to 15% of the pro-government militia and 20% of the Houthi rebel force was made up of children. She said even though the conflict was over, nobody knew where the children were. Anti-government forces in Libya say they've taken control of the airport in the western city of Misrata after days of heavy fighting with troops loyal to Colonel Gaddafi. They say they've seized some tanks abandoned by government forces. Andrew Harding reports. This is a significant breakthrough for the rebels and for many thousands of civilians who've endured weeks under siege in Misrata. After days of heavy fighting, the rebels trapped inside the city have managed to push Colonel Gaddafi's forces back. They've captured the airport and a number of tanks. A rebel spokesman said the aim now is to push west along the coast towards Tripoli, hoping for a domino effect in other towns. That sounds highly ambitious, but NATO airstrikes in the area have clearly had a significant effect. World News from the BBC. 
Syrian human rights activists say at least 13 people have been killed in shelling by security forces near Dera. They say tanks fired in a number of houses in a village close to the southern city where anti-government protests began in March. Further north, residents in Homs say nine people were killed as they came under several hours of sustained shell and machine gun fire. The UN Secretary-General Ban Ki-moon has called on President Assad to heed calls for reform before it's too late. A new study from the United Nations has found that about one-third of all food produced in the world every year...